Hey everyone, and you're listening to Ankur Variku on Voice with Variku. On this podcast, I talk to you about entrepreneurship, how to grow in life, manage personal finances, handle failures, and a lot more things that just come to my mind. The episode begins. Here's an important conversation I want to have with you, and let's start with that. Because I have your attention, because I have your commitment towards this course, it's easy for me to conclude that you want to become an entrepreneur, that you want to start up at some point of time. But let me have a very contrarian conversation with you, which is not so much about what's the great thing about becoming an entrepreneur. Instead, a very important question to ask, should you even become an entrepreneur in the first place or not? Like what is in it for you to become a founder, to have your own startup? Why should you consider it? What are the elements that you should be excited about? What are the elements that are not so easily and openly spoken about before someone becomes an entrepreneur and so on. Here are the top three reasons why you shouldn't become an entrepreneur. Number one, and I hear this so often, it boggles me, which is, I want to become an entrepreneur because I want to make money. And I'm like, are you crazy? Are you genuinely crazy? You actually feel that your chances of making money through the route of entrepreneurship is greater than your chances of making money if you were to just stick in a professional setup? That's crazy. Because here's the truth. Look at the funnel. It's not so much about you raising money and getting a million-dollar check or a multi-million dollar check from a VC. It's about how do you eventually make money when you're running a startup. And here's what the funnel looks like. You first have to select an idea that is worth your time, your commitment, your money. You then have to gather a team that can help you execute upon that idea. You then have to raise money so that you have enough horsepower to make the journey of launching the first version of your product. You then launch the first version of your product after you built it with your team. Then you start getting feedback about the first version of your product and some of it may be good, some of it may not be good, so on and so forth. Then you start iterating on that product, iterating on the product, iterating on the product. Then you begin to see growth come through. Basis that you may go on to raise some more money. Basis that you continue to grow even faster. And at some point of time, hopefully, after several years of doing the same thing, you will have an exit point. A point where you either list yourself on the stock exchange or you sell yourself to a large company, so on and so forth. And that is when you make money. You don't make money through a salary as a founder. In fact, it's quite likely that you'll be drawing less than market salary than if you were were working at an organized or a professional company. But because everything that you have to do is pegged to you being the entrepreneur and you running the setup, your wealth creation is just so closely interlinked with how the outcome or the success of your startup is that you are essentially signing up for your wealth creation equivalent to the probability of your startup succeeding. And we all know that's like what? 10% at best. But when you read it in the news, oh my God, this startup has raised this much money. This startup has become a unicorn. This billionaire founder has so much more money and so on. All of this is just survivor bias. All of this is just all the startups that have succeeded and survived But you never get to hear about the 99% that don't. You never get to hear their stories of founders 
not taking salaries for several years, not having been able to raise money, not having success with their startups and so on. And that is the shit we don't get to hear. And if you want to believe that you are far likelier to make money becoming a founder, then that is not true. You're far likelier to make money if you were to just stick to a corporate job, just progress on that corporate ladder every clinical time and just do an immaculate job of performing, delivering, and so on, than if you were to start up and set yourself for the probability of whether it happens or not. Number two bad reason of why you should become an entrepreneur. I'm sick and tired of my job. I hate my job. I hate my boss. I hate my industry. There is no growth, nothing whatsoever. And that's why I want to start up. I want to become my own boss. I want to have my own destiny. I would want to be the one who absolutely comes in and takes charge. I don't want to listen to anyone. And I don't want to be the one taking orders. Bad idea. Bad idea. Don't become an entrepreneur because you want to escape from your current world. Become an entrepreneur because you want to do something with your new world. And number three, bad idea. I want to become an entrepreneur because everyone around me is becoming an entrepreneur. I look at my friends and they're entrepreneurs. I look at the world around. Everyone seems to be doing cool. Everyone has their own startup. Everyone has a business card that says I'm CEO, bitch. And I want to become an entrepreneur itself. I also want to have that same business card being carried by myself. Bad idea. Don't become an entrepreneur because you see everyone else around you doing the same thing. Here are three reasons why you should consider becoming an entrepreneur. Number one, you have a problem that you are completely consumed by. There's something that you've encountered at your workplace, in your daily lives, in your personal space that you believe is big enough, meaningful enough, and you want to do something about it. To the extent that you don't really care of whether the outcome of that problem-solving process even materializes in success or not. You're just so consumed with the fact that you should solve that problem that that is why you want to become an entrepreneur. Number two is because you're not really worried about the ups and downs or you have a way of managing it. You are emotionally, socially, mentally, physically, even financially that stable that you're able to balance yourself. It's not that the ups and downs of entrepreneurial life will just completely throw you off balance because it's going to be a hard journey. It's going to be insanely hard and you don't want to be the one who is completely at loss of what they should do and how they should navigate through the world basis what's happening to you on a daily basis. And finally, the reason why you could consider becoming an entrepreneur is because you know of people or you have a team that can make it happen with you, for you. If you want to run a tech startup, you have individuals who understand technology if you're not the one who does. You want to run a sales and marketing outfit and you have people who understand sales and marketing even if you don't. You essentially know of experts, of people who are just as committed, if not necessarily to the vision of what you want to do, but at least with the skill that they bring in, that you know you have a team that can execute for you, with you. These will be the circumstances in which I believe you should consider starting up. And the reason I start with this, right in the beginning of this course, which is almost contradictory and ironic, is because it's a very important conversation to have with yourself. And I don't see too many founders having people around them questioning around that. 
you have enough parents saying, oh, you know what, you should just stick with a job and don't become an entrepreneur. But you almost become rebellious and you almost become dismissive because you feel that they don't understand. But I'm an entrepreneur. I've lived through this. And I stand here on record saying that not everyone should become an entrepreneur. It's not for everybody. It is not for everybody to be starting up. It is not for everybody to have their own setup because it takes a very different DNA and a very different Melton Baker to navigate through this arduous journey. And if you have something that consumes you, whether a problem, whether something that is challenging, whether something that you want to prove, something that you want to get done, that's a great step. Not the fact that you want to make money, not the fact that you hate your current job, not the fact that it's cool. 